You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So once again, please head over to Patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com to help us out. Thanks. Thank you. Hi, I'm Rob Schneider. And I'm Kevin David Thomas. And this is Behind the Curtain, Broadway's Living Legends. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Behind the Curtain, Broadway's Living Legends. And on Twitter at Broadway Curtain. And on Instagram, Instagram at Broadway Curtain Podcast. And where can you listen to our podcast, Kevin? On the Stitcher and Broadway World. And on iTunes. And WordPress. on the one our WordPress website, <laughs> which we're thinking about redoing at some point. And a shout out to our social media intern. Jennifer Dars, a student at Rutgers. Rutgers. Um, she has, for the last, if you guys have noticed, uh, maybe some more pictures posted on Instagram and some more regularity. It is not because that I listen to my mm. New Year's Eve <laughs> resolution. It's because we have a wonderful person helping us out with that. Yes, so really and nice. she's great. And she comes and she takes photographs of our guests a lot of the time so and cool. videos, and she's wonderful. Yeah. Um, and so big thanks to Jennifer, and a big thank you to this gentleman who is joining us for the third year in a row on our Tony Awards show, and that is the wonderful Tony Awards historian, Brian Hopgood. Hey-ya! Welcome! Welcome Thanks. back! Oh my Welcome goodness! Back. We're recording live on location from Gander, Canada. Yeah. <laughs> You're here at a moment. Oh, Rob! I'm, listen, can I, I am still pissed that did not win last year. Oh, same! And I kind of wanted to do it as a write-in this year yeah. and be like, Come from away! Again? I keep thinking that it didn't win in my mind. I keep it playing in my head that it won. And it's it, better. But, yeah. but thank goodness it's running and it's doing really, really it well. It is doing yes, so well. My students are like, I can't get a, t- I can't good. Get a t- ticket for it yet. And I'm like, good. I mean, that's, that's, a good, that's great that it's doing well. It's really good. Um, do we hear music? We do hear music. I'm not picking it up, but okay, what is that? Good. We should tell our listeners we're recording today at the New York Film Academy, what we thought was after hours, but some of the kids are staying around and banging on the piano. So yeah. if you hear a piano in the background, it's perfect. To be clear, they're banging pro- the keys on the piano. Yeah, it's, well, it's it seems appropriate we have show tunes yeah. for the musical, the musical theater, um, the musicals. Um, side of our uh, Tony Award Agreed, agreed. And this season, the 2017-2018 season, we had 13 musicals. We had three revivals, and I'm in 10 original, but I'm also throwing Springsteen and Rocktopia in there. Oh, should you? Well, they, they is seem, Home for the Holidays not included special. then? No, I included Home for the Holidays. Oh, they seem and special. I was, Those seem like special shows. And very quickly on Home for the Holidays, I was very disappointed because I thought it was that horrible movie with... Not a horrible movie. 
I'm listening to horrible piano playing. The brilliant movie with Holly Hunter. Oh, the piano. The piano. No. The pianist. Wait. Home for the Holidays. Oh, I don't know what that movie is. You've never seen that? Have you seen Home for the Holidays? It's with Holly Hunter where she has to go back home for Thanksgiving. And it's her and Robert Downey Jr. Is this a Hallmark movie? No, it's directed by Jodie Foster. Shut up. You've never seen it? No. It's hysterical. You should watch it. I'm just telling you. Put it on the list! Oh, Kevin's back. What did you do, Kevin? Did you tell him to stop playing? Yeah, I most certainly did. Who's playing? (laughs) They're the film people that were filming stuff. I just shut the door. They were were filming something. Because the New York Film Academy has a musical theater two-year school called the um, Professional Conservatory Musical Theater, PCMT. But obviously, they have the Film Academy, and they will use the rooms with the pianos and then noodle on the piano, which is always nice. Well, if we'll ask... I love noodling. Okay, great. Well, we all love a noodle. So we're talking about 13 musicals. (laughs) Yeah, what what a year. Not a a very lucky number for us. Um, This is one of the weirdest seasons of musicals. It is in a long time. It really is. I was like, is it 1985? What is going on? A little sequel to 1984. Are you you upset Quilters wasn't nominated? (laughs) I was like, is black and blue on this? What's going (laughs) on? Where's leader of the pack? Um, (laughs) Leader of the pack. I mean, it was just very strange. um, It is a strange year. So let's talk about which musicals opened this year. The first musical of the 2017-2018 season was The Prince of Broadway. Mm -hmm. The How Prince Mm -hmm. Musical Review presented by Manhattan Theater Club. Which had been, you know, uh, circling Broadway for years. Years. You know, much heralded. They went over over to Tokyo, Japan to they do were in it. Tokyo for a long time. While some of those cast members were still in it, um, and I, 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 I was, I was. Was that left. an intentional pun? Much heralded. Um, oh, oh, wow. I would wish it was. Okay. <laughs> I was, I was left. Um, I still was hungry. Yeah, same. After seeing it, I, I know we're not opining on these things now, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I was just a little like, huh, that was nice. It was, it was, that an, was it, nice. It was. I felt. A little bit of a wasted opportunity. I love these and performers. I, I love these people. Yeah. I love this music. I didn't love the final song, but I, you know, I love these. Uh, <laughs> but I, I really, you know, yeah, yeah, missed opportunity. A missed opportunity. Okay, so that was Prince of Broadway. Then, like I said, I mentioned it earlier. It's been such an event this year, and that's Bruce Springsteen on Broadway. It's Bruce Springsteen. I know it's not eligible for right. anything, but it's... Well, you joked that this was, a mu- this was, you know, you put this in the musical category, and I said, oh, it's special. But it actually, I've heard, it seems like it is like a musical in that it really is very reflective. And it's acoustic? And it takes you on a story. Yeah, it's very... And he talks, and he, he, he shares his experiences, and it's very uh, reflective. And I think that I'm sure it does have that feeling of being mm. a play. Amazing. Well, great. Congratulations, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Um, and now, uh, The Band's Visit uh, was our first, like, mm-hmm. musical musical. I would say in this yeah. season. Oh, um, yeah, David well, Crowe musical. Yeah yeah, 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 like a real, like in, uh, original book musical yeah. based on a film. But yes, score by David Yazbek. Inmar Moses doing the book. Um, Started at the Atlantic Theater last year. Yeah, and yeah. it got a lot of buzz last year. Major. And I remember last year at this time, you said that next year, this year, Katrina Link would be winning. And, and she still will be. And oh, she still hell will be. yeah. So Brian, even so, with 20 other people in the category. I'm so pumped. Yeah. And Brian I'm so in. obsessed with her. She's amazing. Yeah, she's she's so and, it, and it, uh, friends, remember Indecent? I mean, like, that, that was where I was well, like, where is this woman? Who is she? Yeah. I re-listened to the podcast from last year a few days ago, and I heard myself wax poetic about, poetical, if you will, about... Um, uh, her and Indecent and being mad that she wasn't nominated. But <laughs> I was like, oh, that's right. I was so pissed about it last well, year. She, she was will... nominated last year? She wasn't nominated. Which was insane. But she's going to win. Said that, and we said that. She's but now win. it's like, it's okay. Vindication. Don't worry. No other good shows came in. You're fine. And also, thank God it was recorded. 
Oh. Indecent. Oh, Indecent. We're going yes. back for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indecent oh, was recorded. Yes. Yep. And future generations can see how brilliant yes. that show Indeed. was because I thought that was fantastic. Beautiful. Did you see it? No. Okay, great. Um, the, so that's the band's, band's visit. visit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, a favorite, which I'm surprised did not win the Pulitzer Prize this year. That's Home for the Holidays. Stop it. Stop Live it. Live on Broadway. It. Uh, which Don, was at the broad? Where was it? The Broadway Theater? No, that was no, the August no. Wilson. Was it the August Wilson? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this performing the, girls. And, yeah. and this was a, a just a Christmas show. I honestly, until I did my research, I had no idea that it ran. I didn't even remember it. I don't. I think I blocked it out. It literally sold like twenty percent of its tickets on a weekly basis. Oh wow! It was really, really poorly attended. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and it was just. But well, there's just, no marketing for it. They just like sort of put what, it on Broadway and help people would come. I mean, it's not like Rocktopia was a tour right. that had been going on, had the structure, and then they right. just like rented the theater and went in there, right. which was part of the equity problem of are they oh. actors or equity? What is it? You know, all of that. Um, okay, That's yeah. Another so story. home for the holidays. The um, mm-hmm. And then we had our first musical revival of the season, and that is Once, Once on, on this Island. Island. One of my favorite musicals of all time. You like that one? I love the piece itself. One of the first. Uh, this is the first Broadway revival Correct. of the musical From, since 1990 or 91. Aaron's and Flaherty, directed by Michael Arden, Michael who did Arden. the magnificent Spring Awakening revival a yeah. few years back. Um, did we all? Did you see it? I did see it. Beautiful. I, I'm sort of on the opposite end of the spectrum from you. I don't usually love the show, okay. but I thought this production was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was great. Solid. And for our listeners who aren't aware, it's done pretty much in the round. Yeah, um, I love at, that theater at Circle oh. in the Square. I and love it's, that theater. It's, this, it's after a hurricane has hit this island. It's very or a sandy. Yeah, there's lots of sand. Bless that crew, man. Well, I or have, woman. <laughs> I have an, um, a friend of mine who's in the show and says that they go home every night and they neti pot, and when they neti pot, just sand, sand comes out. Yeah. Comes out. Oof. It's a, That's crazy. Yeah, but the production is so good. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. So it's, I'm sorry you're... You're never going to breathe correctly again, but... <laughs> right? right. <laughs> Last show of your career. I cried during Mama Will Provide, so I, I feel like it was your suffering was worth my happiness. <laughs> um, oh, and then, cool. from Chicago, SpongeBob SquarePants. Boy, the, mm-hmm. it's a funny... A Nickelodeon oh. cartoon on stage. Boy, people, it's like you hear about it, and you're like, I don't want to like it, and you see it, and you're like... Mm-hmm. Okay. I loved it. I like it. It holds like a special a place in my heart, too, because that was it. my first date with my beautiful, wonderful boyfriend, who happens oh, to be sitting next to me right now as we record this. I Hello. love that. Yes. J- Jacob Shout is out. here. This is wonderful. Jacob, thanks for yeah. sitting and listening to us. You know, and my wife Did and I... Did you like it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jacob's nodding his head. He enjoyed it immensely. That. My yeah. wife and I went on a date to see it together, and we just we had the best time It was as well. lovely. We were so pleasantly surprised, yes. and we were just like, we were just happy the whole time. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. We'll yeah. talk more about it later yeah. on, but yeah, I yeah, loved yeah. it. Same. Um, and I never watched SpongeBob growing up. Ne- me neither. We watch so, it every once in a while, but you know, I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea what was going Same. on. Same. I had no idea. The, I was I mean, confused by the fact it. that a crab's daughter was a whale. I didn't understand. Didn't that, bother but, me. Yeah. Oh, the boom. boom. Yeah. yeah. I never. Yeah. Just be more accepting, Brian. Oh, okay. Yeah. Come on. You're so right. 2018. <laughs> um, oh my God. Then, uh, escape to Margaritaville. Sorry. Um, I can't even hide my disappointment. It's just I the oof, Jimmy uh, Buffett musical that made the rounds. Yeah, good before, for them. Before good for those producers getting all that money in the city, you know, to Ooh. produce it. <laughs> uh, the Marquee Theater. Good job getting lobby. the Marquee Theater. Oh, of course, that what other theater could it be? In? It has to be in the cruise line of theaters. The cruise filled with <laughs> beach totally balls. True. I mean, really, and I guarantee that that show's going to do really great on Norwegian Cruise Line. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yep. yep. Um, or they're just going to open up because Jimmy Buffett's going to open up that you hotel, know, hotel and area. So they'll just probably just throw it in there, put a theater space in they there, should. put Escape from Margaritaville. It'll run forever. It'll be great. Yeah, I can I ask you, not on Broadway. Can I ask you both a really stupid question because I really don't know a lot about music that's not musical theater related. Mm-hmm. How he's really popular. 
Well, it's, based on right? the audience who's hey, going to see it, I'd say so. like the way that like the Grateful Dead were popular because the Deadheads love mm-hmm. the, the Grateful Dead so much that they go to see a concert over and over and over again. Buffett fan, they have a name, right? They're called Parapets. Yeah, and they go to see his concerts. They travel with him. They, they, it's a lifestyle. So it is very much a, a way of life that they, they I, love his. I was in Key West once, and I think there's a he has a bar there. And I think it's called like Parrot Heads or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I didn't realize his music is a way of life. It literally is a way of life. But Let me, me be clear. I went on a Wednesday matinee to this show because I no longer have yeah. a job, as I pointed out earlier, so I can do that. Nice. It was full of people not retired age who were in their Hawaiian shirts and had their parrot hats on and were drinking their lives away. I was like, you people are committed. May I say <laughs> that... I will say, I love an audience coming to Broadway that doesn't usually come to Broadway. Yes, correct. And if this show is bringing... I'm, yeah, it, I yes, mean yes, it. Fair enough. And if this show is bringing people to Broadway that don't usually come to Broadway, if one out of a hundred of them is like, maybe I'll go to see another Broadway show, I, I'm, I'm okay with that. I totally Absolutely. I agree I wish with that. the piece Absolutely. was better and stronger and, you know, Paul Nolan, you know, Paul, oh, <laughs> was in something <sighs> like Bright Star again? <sighs> yes, that's what I wish. But um, I'll take it, you know? <laughs> um, but you know what I want to applaud them for, honestly? In their ensemble, there was a gay couple in the ensemble that was never used as a joke, never used as a punchline, and no focus was ever brought to them the way no focus was brought to any of the other ensemble couples in the show. And so I'm like, good for you, Margaritaville. So thank you. That's going to come up again later. Okay. Um, (laughs) And then after Escape to Margaritaville, ooh, this one was highly anticipated. And sort of melted away. No pun intended. Melted away. Enthusiasm (laughs) melted away. And that would be Frozen. (laughs) Disney's Frozen, which the theater owners were so confident that it was going to be such a hit, they spent a lot of money renovating the St. James. It had a little bit of a rocky out-of-town tryout Mm -hmm. in Denver. Denver. And then kind of a rocky... It's pre-Denver as well. I mean, they've been peddling it for yeah. a while. It was on the cruise line. Mm-hmm. It was on, you know, they, they've been really trying a lot to like focus. It was the this. Disney theme park yeah. for a while. Well, it, it was, still, that's right. Yeah, it's still there. The so, Tommy, it's a I different, it's a different it's incarnation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, All different directors each time, but I, uh, it's, I mean, sell, it's selling incredibly well. Correct. It's very hard very to get It's going to run for a long time, Good. but, same thing. It's going to introduce a whole young generation to the magic of yep. live theater, and the hope is that somebody sees. I think so. Patty yeah. Murin in this and loves her, and then follows her and to whatever her next show is. And now you'll see her something really good. Yeah. Um, so good for them. Uh, Rocktopia, which had a lot of battles with Actors Equity, we've we got to hear that saga. That was nuts. Um, how do you feel about that? You're a member of Actors it's Equity. It's tough. It's tough. Uh, you know. I, I feel I see I understand both sides. You know the idea. They wanted, is this, this Rocktopia was a tour rock show tour. There is a full orchestra. There's the lead singers, and then you have like the the orchestra. I mean the 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 chorus in the back who are who are literally just supporting and singing. And you know um, one of our students was in the Majesty, um, but it's. Uh, so it came, they rented the Broadway theater, and they wanted equity, actors' equities. Like you can't just you have to pay them Broadway prices. But the producers were like, if we do that, all you know, forty or how many people are in the choir? That's that's way too much money. We're, that is like that is not realistic. Mm. Uh, and so that was that was essentially the battle. Mm. Um, I. I think so you have to make a special, you know, case, you know, because there are special shows that come to New York that they don't have to join Equity in order to to be a part of it. Right? Did Bruce um, Springsteen have to join Equity? I don't know. I would be curious to know that. 
Um, something like that, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm thinking of like the time, like that guy who did the food show, you know, last oh, year, oh, last season. Alden, Alden Brown. Brown. Yeah, and I, I wonder if he joined Equity or if mm-hmm. he's just a comedian who. So it, those kinds of situations, yeah. I get it. So yeah. I can I can understand why. But then all those actors, all those chorus people are like, "That's my Broadway debut." But then I'm like, "Then you should be compensated for that." Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. So it's interesting. It's tough, it was a tough. It was a tough situation. And it was a review of. Popular music. And then we had, oh, you feeling fetch? We had Mean Girls. <laughs> I like your intros right thank now. Thank you. Thank fun. you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, did you see it? I did. Did you see it? No, not yet. Um, I really enjoyed it. Good for you. Yeah, um, I did. I mean, I have problems yeah. with it too, but I really enjoyed it. My only problem with, with Mean Girls, honestly, was the fact that the entire time I was sitting there, I kept reminding myself how good the movie was. Sure. And so. I kind of want something that's going to... If you're going to turn something into a musical, it's got to add something. You often say that, Rob, about like popular movies. Yeah. That sometimes a movie is so popular that it's hard to make an adaptation of the musical because your memory of how good that yeah. movie is... I've always thought of you when you say that because that... you know, But that, I, think I feel that way too. Yeah. But I think what Mean Girls did better than a lot of adaptations of movies recently mm. is that they kept enough of the movie, but the, the stuff they changed, they made more relevant to mm. today's Oh, absolutely. Time. Absolutely. And it worked. It, it wasn't, it was different enough that the new jokes were funny, yeah. but it still harkened back to the oh, tone yeah. of the movie. So I, I actually appreciated the adaptation more than I usually do. For oh, that's great. Nice. Yeah, okay, and I, cool. And I think yeah. it's fun. Well, Don't get me wrong. I think it's really fun. Yeah. You had the screenwriter adapting it. I mean, Tina Fey you know, so is a genius. Knows yeah, what she's doing. and her book I mean, is fantastic. So it, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm That's probably the best part of the that. show, by the way. And the, the book. And, oh yeah, the book is really yeah. great. That's I wanted the score, not the so score to yeah. live up to what the brilliance of that book. Exactly. And that never really. We'll talk happened. about that when we get to the category because okay. yeah. I have a lot of thoughts about it. Um, and then we had uh, two revivals opening back to back, both very controversial in the Me Too movement. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't yeah. even think about that. That's yeah. Funny. Um, Rogers and Hammerstein's Carousel. Uh, followed by Learn Her and Lowe's My Fair Lady. I love that we do the thing now with revivals of saying the you writer's like name. Remember we talked about that? Last like, year we talked yeah. about this. And now, it's, now we didn't say, we did, we said Flaherty and Aaron's Once on this Island. As opposed to who's carousel? Like like did Jerry Herman do a carousel well, that we're exactly. unaware of? Like, really? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're like Tony Kushner's Angels in America. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's another Angels in America? Is, no, but no, I'm okay with it. I just think it's interesting that we've gotten yeah. so used to that yes. now. At little <laughs> Great. Um, yeah, we had those two revivals. They, uh, you know, those articles have come out lately saying, you know, when we look back on these older shows that were written by older white men, you know, about these situations, you know, how do we deal with them? The, yeah. ick, the ick factor that sometimes yeah, the is ick involved factor, yeah. with the misogynism, you know, and how we treat women and all of that. And, you know, there's some ideas that do you, you can't, like, erase that, mm-hmm. but you have to deal with it in a way. I don't know. How do yeah. you deal with it? Uh, have you seen Carousel or My Fair Lady? No. I saw Carousel. I've seen both. You've seen both. Okay. And you, you saw both, too? Okay. Um, we'll talk about this when we get to revival. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 but we'll, yeah we'll, for we'll, sure. We'll table that discussion because yep. we have to talk about the last musical that opened this season, <laughs> and that is Summer, the Donna Summer musical. Wow. It's a thing. Good job, producers. Um, which is selling quite well. The numbers are really, really good. Yeah. Did not get the best reviews. Got re- Critics seem to have a really good time tearing this one apart. Well, it... Scathing, not, I'd say, not I mean, undeservingly. No, but they they just yeah. seem to go to town. Yeah, they really. Yeah. Well, I think they really wanted to send the message of like, stop bringing us jukebox musicals. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. They really wanted to get that message across, and a lot of them did. The, literally said in the reviews, yeah. these musicals don't work. Stop doing them. 
What I applaud about Margaritaville is the fact that they said, listen, we're just going to sing Jimmy Buffett songs. Right. Yeah. There's Margarita in the lobby. Yeah. Come on. As opposed Hop to on. Summer, which is, it's very serious. It's LaShawn's. I it's, mean, my God. It oh, it's serious. It's pretentious. It's, <laughs> it, it skips around. I hated it so intensely. <laughs> I'm not even oh going to mince about it. I am not going to talk about it because I saw the final dress rehearsal. And I feel like I'm not going to be able to... Oh, come on. No, because what I applaud them doing, I hear, is that they made such drastic changes based on audience reaction in the preview period. Okay. And so I think it's... And I, I feel applaud, like you can still comment a little And I applaud bit. them on that. I mm. applaud them on that. Okay. Uh, I think there's a lot of Miss Summer's life that they just want to put up on stage. And That's nice. I wish it was filtered out a little bit more. And I don't... Yes, 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 yes. Um, I don't know a lot about Donna's, Donna Summer. I don't either. I yeah. know her. I should go see the. I'll I know almost her entire more. The music is great in the yeah. show. Oh yeah, they oh, sound great. Yeah. And the women are great. The three women who played Donna Summer. Oh, yeah. I think well, are, I'd say two of the three. Okay. I didn't like the young one. The one who didn't get nominated. The child. She was not. Great. You're not, you were not a fan of children. Not a, not okay, a fan great. Of the child. He's he's angry. He's angry. Um, the uh, really? Mean Girls and SpongeBob tied with the most mm-hmm. nominations for a musical this year yeah. at twelve. Wow. Um, so let's jump into these nominees. Yeah. Okay, we go. Um, but can we agree there was a pretty weak season for musicals? Oh, oh, oh uh, here's, yes. Here's what I'll say in? though. Uh, we just talked about plays. This year was dominated by play revivals. The new plays were crap mm-hmm. um, for the most part. But this year there were more. New musicals than musical revivals that were strong. Fine with me. But compared to last year, let's say when we had four nominees of new musicals that were all solid. really great, yeah. better than solid. Yeah, yeah um, it's just good. it seems weak by comparison. Yep. Yeah, yeah, they were good. Best orchestrations, yay! Yeah, we love the orchestrations. Uh, John um, Clancy for Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. Tom Kitt for SpongeBob SquarePants, uh, Anne Marie Malazzo and Michael Starobin for Once on This Island, a former guest of ours. Yeah, um, that's right. Jamshid Shafari for the band's visit, and Jonathan Tunick for Carousel. Okay. Yeah. I'm. I know what mine is. Uh, yeah. I What's think... yours? Okay. Uh, what? Wait. Okay. I'm gonna ask Brian first because he's our guest. Ah! How polite. No, did you just I'm not feel pressure? Uh, no, I think it's gonna be uh, Jamshid Sharifi for the band's visit. Oh, yeah. me too. I agree with you. Oh, yeah. I went in a different direction. Where'd you go? I went to SpongeBob. Well, Tom Kitt's work is is yeah. extra special. I have to say, Tom Kitt is not only the orchestrator of that, but he's the arranger. He's the reason yeah. why that show has what, thirty 17? different writers. Yeah, seventeen <laughs> different writing teams. But yeah. he made he made all That's, of them sound. Yeah. To my ear, as close to one voice yeah. as anybody possibly could. could. Yep. That, and if they can quantify that and, and know, and if they know that he did as orchestrator, he was that was also his job. He's that was extra special. Yeah. I agree with you one hundred percent. That's what impressed me the most. But if that wasn't a factor, then Bam's visit. And Bam's visit is cool because it's like it was just instrumentation that we're not used to hearing. So our ears are like, oh, that's right. an amazing orchestration. No, he's playing on like a period, like I mean, on a like a, an instrument from indigenous to that region. Yeah, right. Yes. So we think that it's extra yeah. special. Really, it's just like a clarinet, a guitar, and <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not. Exactly. I would be I'd be fine if if SpongeBob won this yeah. category. But I think the fact that they play the instruments on stage. That also it's just going to grab the attention of the love voters. It. Brilliant, true. Yeah. And they had that let the the whole ending, the finale is, just that, is jamming like that. <sighs> I love that, you know. Great. So it's so good. Great observation. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus a uh, best choreography of a musical Ooh. uh christopher gatelli from my fair lady mm-hmm. Christopher Gattelli for SpongeBob SquarePants, uh, Stephen Hoggett for Harry Potter, the yeah. play, Casey Nicola for Mean Girls, and Justin Peck for Rodgers and Hammerstein's Carousel, which is a very dancey version very dancey of Carousel. Yeah. Ballet, ballet everywhere. Yeah. Um, blow high, blow low for 20 minutes. <laughs> June's busting out all over. Yeah, June busted. Yeah, um, okay, so. What do we think? I, I know who I'm voting for. What are you voting for, Rob? Christopher Gatelli for SpongeBob SquarePants. That's your vote or who you think is going to win? That, that's my vote, and I hope wow. they win. Okay. Um, I think that that... I liked the choreography in SpongeBob a lot. I don't think it's going to win, though. Who's going to win, then? I, it's going to be Justin Peck for I Carousel. So but here's I have the to thing. agree. Can, but I'd love to say this, because this is actually a category that always means a lot to me. I think that the choreography is wildly overrated in that show. It got a lot of praise. I thought the ballet in Act Two was standard. I thought it was what I expect from a ballet when I see one of these old Rodgers and Hammerstein musicals that has a ballet moment in Act Two. And also confusing. Yeah. If you you didn't know Carousel, sure. I don't think you knew what was happening in that ballet. Also true. I just feel like. No offense to Mr. Peck. I feel like a lot of choreography does not equal great choreography. Mm. And Mm. I think Mm. that's a point of confusion that a lot of the critics had with the show because I found it to be I found Carousel to be pretty awful from top to bottom if I'm being perfectly honest you can be perfectly honest Um, but I thought the choreography in particular was like fine if I were voting I would actually vote for Stephen Hoggett for Harry Potter oh really (laughs) as weird as that is because I think it's really a movement they do a lot with movement in the show. Well, he and John oh. Tiffany do that a lot oh. together, and they do it so well. Yeah, and it's seamless. But I don't think it's... I think. And, and by the way, I'm very bitter that Camille Brown was not nominated for Once on this Island in this category. Oh, I, I think, oh okay. I think she deserved to be nominated. I'm very upset that she wasn't. I think it's going to be Justin Peck. And, which is his debut. I just... I, yeah, you know, Justin yeah, Peck. He's, he's, he's from the ballet dancer. world. Like yeah. Ballet, like yeah. dance, yeah, dance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very interesting. But we just saw My Fair Lady. And I will oh, say... I haven't seen it yet. The choreography in My Fair Lady, especially in Act 2, is... Fantastic. Thank you. Underrated. Thank you. Yeah, I would like to. See, I would like to see him win, but I don't think it's going to happen. I was the choreographer on I'm it. I'm proud but, of you, but I, but I let Chris take the nomination. I've got so many. <laughs> I've got so many you're Tonys busy as well. He's busy, but you're really busy. I'm very busy. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm choreographing a chorus line next right. season. Oh yeah, a new one, right? Watch out for Bayork. She'll bite your head off. No, Bayork <laughs> was kind uh, and is willing to take a back seat. <laughs> uh, I'll be playing Cassie. <laughs> I hope you come. <laughs> choreography and starring in starring in a chorus line um, <laughs> dear god please come okay. uh, best direction of a musical oh good Jacob liked that one that's good <laughs> Jacob's my costume designer he's just thinking what I look like in the red dress he's already fitted me Proud of you. Um, it's really tarp that's been dyed ah! 
But we're, we're very Best Direction excited. of a Musical, yes, Michael sure. Arden, <laughs> Once in the Silent, David Cromer for the band's visit, Tina Landau, SpongeBob SquarePants, Casey Nicola, Mean Girls, and Bartlett Cher, My Fair Lady. If they don't give it to Michael Arden, I'm going to have some serious issues. It's not going to be. It's going to go to David Cromer. It's going to be David Cromer. <sighs> Although Tina Landau did a really great job as well. This is a pretty strong, this is a pretty nice category. Yeah, okay. I mean, but look, Michael I, Arden. Sh- I mean, like, it should. I mean, but it's David. I think David. The the, the acting and work and the the scene. I, I know how you feel. I know. Don't you dare get me started. Or don't you get started. I know how you feel about Band's Visit. But I I thought it was so subtle and so beautiful. And all I five love... of these people deserve to be nominated. Yes. By the way, this yes. is the one category that they got right. I think. Yes. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Bart Share won for My Fair Lady. <laughs> really. I will say this: if any one of them win, I'm fine. Same. Seriously, if yeah, any they all one of them deserve win, it. I'll be like, great. They well, all maybe it. not Casey Nicola so much for Mean Girls, just because it's 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 not as exciting. But it's good. I liked Mean Girls, but I think the other four are probably more. Deserving. You see, I thought he got some really nice moments out of some of the bookwork. To- oh, totally. Yeah. I think I don't think it's an undeserved nomination. Yes, yes, yes. I yes, think yes, just yes. compared to the other four, I think the other four do more with the material. Okay, got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Um, so if any one of them wins, we're all happy. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But we think it's going to be I'm David Cromer. I'm happy when Cromer. anybody wins, Rob. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, of course. Look at you, Mr. Optimism. Oh Best God. Pollyanna over here. All right. <laughs> Best sound design of a musical. Uh, Kai Harada for The Band's Visit. Peter Helensky for Once on This Island. Scott Lair for Carousel. Brian Ronan for Mean Girls. And then Walter... Charbuck and Mike Dobson for SpongeBob SquarePants? Yeah, fun fact. Mike Dobson, I love that he's credited here. You know who he is. Mike Dobson is the guy who's uh, all the way yes, stage right. Yes, he's the he's he's billed the as percussionist guy. and foley artist. He's the foley artist. He's oh the one who's God. doing all the sound effects. Yes, yeah. no, he's I have, I'll talk about him later, but uh, or on another oh, podcast. Oh, now I kind of want but them to win. <laughs> I honestly, I thought that sound. I mean, if 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 we're going to include him on that, then that was stunning work. Yeah, that yeah, sound, yeah. those. I mean, he does that every single night, sometimes two times a day. I mean, he never stops working in that show. Right. I. Yeah, he's, I watched him like practically the whole yeah, time. Yeah, me too. I mean, he was pretty brilliant. I, I, I actually did once on this island. Mm-hmm. I did once on this island. That's who you think is going to win? Or yeah. You, yeah, yeah. Um, I think again, I think it's going to be Kai Harada for the for band's visit. But, but, um, kind of bummed that My Fair Lady didn't make it into this category actually over Mean Girls. Mean Girls is a little bit of a weird nomination here for me for sound mm-hmm. design. I had so trouble. Loud. I was in the, and I was back in the Bez, back of the Bez, and I had trouble hearing some of the stuff. Yeah, me What's too. The, is that, was that the you, with Groundhog Day? You, you had a remember last year because I couldn't hear in the mezzanine as well. And, and I was like, is that the, the theater I wonder? But maybe this is the acoustics in the theater because I had yeah. such a hard time hearing that. Show. I, I, we I did was, talk about this. Yeah, yeah. I was back row. I couldn't hear anything. Best lighting design of a musical. Kevin Adams, SpongeBob SquarePants, Jules Fisher, Peggy Eisenhower, Once on this Island, Donald Holder, My Fair Lady, Brian McDevitt, Carousel, and Tyler Michelow for the band's visit. I have no idea who's going to win this category. Not a clue. I think it should be Once on this Island. Yeah, Once on this Island. I don't think it's going to be. They're so legendary, too. Peggy Eisenhower. Oh, my God. I I went for Kevin Adams and SpongeBob. I'm going to go with that. That would be my second choice. I I would enjoy that. I would be happy about that. Yeah. As much as I love the band's visit, it's pretty darkly lit. And, Bleak, yeah. you know, it's and ro- oh, I thought it was romantic the way it oh, was. Oh, no, it's not bad. I'm just yeah. saying it's not super showy. No, I did. Is it? it? Yeah, I thought the lighting was romantic. Yeah. yeah. In parts, yeah, I hear what yeah. you mean. Yeah. Yeah, the moonlight and stuff. I thought yeah, they did sure. a nice job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could, I would, anyone could take this category yeah. and I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, best costume design yeah. of a musical. Greg a Barnes. Guest, a previous guest of our show. Yes. Uh, Greg Barnes for Mean Girls. Our previous guest, Clint Ramos, for Once on This nice. Island. 
Anne Roth? Boy, she's... she's Take a nap, Anne. Man. God. <laughs> like, you deserve it. Just a reminder, it. she had two nominations in the Best Costume Design for a play, and now she's her third for Best Costume Design in a Musical for, for Carousel. Yep. Uh, David Zinn for SpongeBob SquarePants, and Catherine Zuber for My Fair Lady. I have a lot of affection for a lot of the nominees in this category. Yes, I agree. And very le- a lot of legendary, yeah. uh, epic costume designers. I am... Um, I'm always a fan of Greg, of Greg Barnes, yeah. but uh, to me, what Clint Ramos does with the Once in the Silent costumes... It's beautiful. Are just so cool. It's, it's so stunning. cool what he does with those things. Um, also, David Zinn for SpongeBob. I, I love think. that, too. I but agree. then Catherine Zuber, everything she touches is beautiful, and her yeah. My Lady costumes are stunning. Yeah, I, saw, I, I'm, I was going with her because I've seen those photos, and They're they beautiful. look immaculate. So I was going for Catherine Zuber and My Fair Lady. I think it'll probably be her because she wins every time yeah. she's nominated. I'm gonna, <laughs> go with, I'm gonna go with Clint. Good for you. Yeah. And if yeah. you want to learn more information about Clint, go back and listen to our, our previous episode, a favorite thing that we had with Clint. Or was it a regular episode? No, yeah, it was a full it was episode thing. with Clint. Yeah, and he, he really his process and everything was really fascinating. So go back and check that out. Uh best scenic design of mm-hmm. a musical. Mm-hmm. Uh Dane Laffrey, Once on This Island, Scott uh, Pask, the Bands visit Scott Pask, Finn Ross, and Adam Young. Mean Girls, huh. Michael Jurgen, My Fair Lady, and then David Zinn, SpongeBob, SquarePants. A couple double duty here yeah. for them, yeah. Um, question for you in yeah. scenic design. Are any of these gentlemen also projections? That's Mean Girls. That's why those two other... No, so, no, that's okay. what I meant. Yeah. So Finn Ross and Adam Young did the production yeah, design. Yeah, Finn Ross was nominated for four drama desks for best projection design because they do a separate category. And five, four of the five nominees were Finn Ross. Oh, my God. <laughs> The, I kid you not. The mean cornered gr- that market. <laughs> the Mean Girls set is literally projection, projection, projection. Oh, it's really? one of the only times I've seen a show with all projections as a set that I've liked. I think it's usually when it happens, I hate it. Woman in White didn't do it for oh. you? <laughs> you? Okay, that's a conversation for a whole other day. Um, 2006 realness. Uh, oh my God. They've yeah, come a long way in 10 years. It, it, oof, uh, um, I actually liked the Mean Girls set. Me too. But... If I, to me the the best set here is My Fair Lady. Yeah, it is the way they do yeah. the set in that show is incredible. They're so Lincoln good at Center. reinventing that theater. You know that and space. it's always Think different. Of all those revivals every time there's like yes. a magic effect that you're just like. For me, I just start crying instantly. Yeah, like yeah. the the stage moves back for the orchestra. When the ship came out for Ping and King and I sobbing. I mean, I I can't mm. wait to see My Fair Lady. See what they do. With I'm this, seeing so. it in July. When are you seeing it? I'll go see it with you then. I already got a ticket though. All right. <laughs> so no, you won't. Um, <laughs> Do you want to do that thing where, like, I watch Act 1 and you watch Act 2? <laughs> Just switch seats? Sure. Uh, performance time. Best performance by an actress in a featured role in a musical, Ariana DeBose for Summer, the Donna Summer musical. Renee Fleming, Rodgers and Hammerstein's Carousel, Lindsay Mendez, Carousel, Ashley Park, Mean Girls, and Diana Rigg, My Fair Lady. This is the category that I took the biggest issue with. Uh, talk to me. Yeah. Talk to I, us. I think that... Only one of the girls from Mean Girls was nominated, and I think three of them should have been. Yeah, I agree 110 percent with I you. I think Kate Rockwell as Karen was robbed Kate of a Rockwell nomination. Is so good, and I think Barrett Wilbert Weed as um, uh, Janice was yeah. robbed of a nomination. I don't really understand why Renee Fleming is in this category. That was a stretch. Yeah, a I liked her. Stretch. She was fine, but I don't know. And it's here. like, thanks for doing Broadway shows. Renee, yeah. thanks for retiring every, from opera. Every, She's every, no longer an opera diva anymore. She's going to do musicals. Every year, there's always a category that sets me off. And I go, just because, just because you show up mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean you should get an award nomination. And 
this is that category yeah. for me. You've shown up and you're getting an award nomination. I feel the same way about Ariana DeBose, sort of, because first of all, Summer is just so not good, but she is good in it. She's I will get very good. In she it. really shouldn't be in the featured category. Leading. She, they, she and Lashans are both leads. She's a lead, Ariana. Yeah, and I, I, this is going to be controversial. I didn't like Lindsay Mendez. I, oh. I think I'm the only person who saw Carousel who didn't like Lindsay Mendez. I like her personality. I love Lindsay Mendez. Usually, her voice to me was not right for Carrie Pipperidge. Mm. It just did not have the right tone, didn't mm. have the right sound. And I'm biased because I'm obsessed with Audra McDonald's version of all of those songs. Uh, yeah. But watching Lindsay, it seemed like I, I said this to, to Jacob when I saw the show. It read to me like a toddler playing Carrie Pipperidge. She mm. like played it like a toddler. And mm. I, it was distracting. And the accent that she used was really bizarre and obtrusive. There's many questions about this production. Yeah. The dire- they- it comes down to the direction, yeah. ultimately. But yeah. Yeah. She, she, if she wins, I'll be fine. I think she, she is going to win. Right. I think who should win is Ashley Park. I agree with you 100%. Ashley Ooh. Park's performance is genius. Although, think, is there a chance Diana Riggle will be? I was just going to say, having now seen My Fair Lady... That role is really not that big. It's not she's there. <laughs> she's hilarious. Yeah? She's really funny. It's more like, oh, thanks, Diana, for coming back to Broadway. Yeah, she's really funny. <laughs> if she if she won, I wouldn't be nom- uh, wouldn't be upset. But I kind of want Ashley Park to win. Yeah, me too. I, I want think, Ashley Park to win. I think I I would like her to win. I think it's going to be Lindsay Mendez, but I'd really like Ashley Park to win. Yeah. Best performance by an actor in a featured role in a musical. Mm. Norbert Leo Butts, mm. My Fair Lady, Alexander Gemignani, oh. Carousel. Gray Henson, Mean Girls, Gavin Lee, SpongeBob SquarePants, and Ariel Stachel for the band's visit. Yeah, this one too. I, these were the two categories that I was the most upset by. Because mm. Alexandra Gemignani was fine, but like, he was fine. This, have you, you haven't seen Carousel yet, have you? Unfortunately, not yet. Please go see it, because I want to talk to you about oh, it. I, I just have I, a lot of questions. Yeah. To me, the person who should win this category isn't even nominated, and that's Alex Newell for Once in this Island. I agree with you. Where is he? 1,000 million I don't understand why he's not nominated. I think, I, I hate to be that person who's jumping to conclusions, but I have a feeling that the nomination committee struggled with the idea of gender identification with him. They think that he identifies as trans because his, he's played characters who are trans characters on TV, so, and the character in, the, in Once on this Island is sort of a man playing a woman so, playing a man. So very quickly for our audience who's unaware, he really skyrocketed to notoriety on Glee. On Glee. Well, the Glee he, Project, and then Glee. where he played yeah. tra- Where he played a transgender character. Exactly. He does not identify no, as a transgender as a person. Mm-hmm. And then in Once on this Island, he's singing Mama Will Provide, oh, yeah. where he's dressed as a woman. Because he's playing one of the goddesses. Yeah in the show who has always been... It's always a woman. It's a like, woman. It's a yeah. female role. Yeah. But he's gone on record numerous times saying that he is cisgender. He identifies as he a cisgender identifies male. He identifies as, yep. as, a, as a male. Yeah. Yep. So you think that's maybe why I it's think it plays a factor. Okay. Yeah, and it's a shame because I think he's really, really deserving of yeah. a nomination. Agreed. Um, I think ultimately it's going to be Norbert Leo Butts who wins this category. I think... Uh, but I would be okay with Gray Henson winning it because I really loved him in Mean Girls. I thought he was hilarious. I loved Gavin Lee in SpongeBob too. Yeah. I, He's great. Yeah, I, think, I, I, I think, thought it's uh, good. Uh, no, uh, no, no, no. Ariel Stachel. I think, I think is that is it. that's who I'm gonna. My vote's gonna go with. Why do you guys think that? It's funny. I didn't have. I didn't even have him 
as a prediction to be in this category. I actually had Itai Benson from the band's visit. Yeah, I, I thought he was going to be nominated. Too. Um, but I loved their work. I just loved his work. Yeah. In it. I just thought it was beautiful. I really did. I love yeah. Norbert. I mean, I love Norbert. I mean, yeah. I worked with Alex. I mean, I love him. But I, I thought that. I yeah. Just, I just, the band's visit, I just, yeah. I think that's it's, the way it's going to go. Okay. Too. All right. Now, this was really interesting. This is best performance by an actress in a leading role in a musical. <laughs> it is not four. Everybody. It is not five. It is six. You get a nom. You get yeah, a nom. <laughs> we start with Lauren Ambrose from My Fair Lady. Mm-hmm. Then we go to Haley Kilgore for Once on this Island. This all makes sense. LaShawn's Summer. Oh. Uh, Katrina Link, The Band's Visit. Mm. Taylor Louderman, Mean Girls. And then Jesse Mueller for Carousel. Okay, no gentlemen. Frozen. Well, that Let wasn't it go. surprising to me. Let it go, indeed. If one of them was going to get nominated, it was going to be Patty Murin, but with this category, it, she didn't have a chance. I'm actually surprised LaShawn's got in. Me too. As good as she was in Summer, because she's sort of the thing that saves it a little bit, um, and the fact that it's six nominees and not five, I'm, I'm sort of surprised that she managed to get in. I'm also sort of surprised that Erica Henningsen didn't get in for Mean Girls. She's the actual lead. She's yeah. Katie Heron. And I actually liked her uh, as much, if not more, than Taylor Louderman. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. I thought Taylor's Regina was good, but I think that also it's not really a leading role. It's really a glorified featured role. Oh, um, interesting. She has two songs in the show. Does she it. really? Yeah. She felt um, like a lead. She really shows up in Act 2 a lot. Yeah. She's not really in a whole lot of Act 1. No. Um... And she, she's great. She's, her performance is great. I think Erica was really charming and really delightful. Um, so of the two of them, I'm a little surprised she didn't get in, but uh, it's sort of irrelevant because yeah. Katrina Lang is going to win this category. Oh, <laughs> That's all yes, there is to it. You. Yeah, <laughs> pointless. Like, you know what's interesting? It, it makes you wonder if like the Donna, if the summer musical didn't open so close to this time, if it opened in fall, would we be having these nominees in these categories? I wonder. You mean fall of 2017? Yeah, like if, if that show wasn't the last show to open, I just wonder if, because it, it, it's the voters, are, the nominees are all, I don't know. It's interesting that those two categories. You think that because it was one of the last things people saw, it's yeah. still present in people's I minds? I think so. There's a possibility I think of that, that plays a part. I think also part of it is that it's LaShawn's, and she's she is loved. She's she is loved, loved she's community. Community. You're correct. You're um, totally correct. And yeah. I mean, whether or not she thinks it or not, she performs that show as if she's in the greatest show ever oh, written. Like she she's does. in Hamlet. She yeah. commits. Yeah. She commits one hundred ten percent. Totally. Bless you. Yeah. So God bless her for that. Yeah, okay. yeah. So we all though agree it's going to oh, be yeah, Katrina yeah, Lang. If there's an upset, it's going to be Lauren Ambrose from My Fair Lady because of the Hollywood be. factor. But better she's actually be. really good in the show. That's what I hear. She's exactly. really good, but she shouldn't win. Katrina Lang. It should be Katrina Lang. I, I have a feeling if she does not win Katrina Lang, I have a feeling you're going to throw your TV out the window. Uh, Yes. I don't want to be happen. with you when you're in the oh, room. We'll be watching those two. Oh, we won't be able to no, watch these together, No, because we'll be out of town. I'll be out of town. Aww, I'll be out of town. I'll be on a plane. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm flying back from L.A. while the Tonys are happening. Oh, oh get, are you going to watch it on get the on plane? That jet I, blue. I, I'm flying JetBlue Mint, okay. so I think I actually have CBS. There you go. <laughs> so you better. Be. Uh, best performance by an actor in a leading role in a musical. The nominees are Henry Haddon mm-hmm. Patton for My Fair Lady, Joshua Henry for Carousel, Tony Shalhoub for The Band's Visit, and Ethan Slater for SpongeBob SquarePants. it. The musical. There are only five eligible, so they oh, only they, got four oh, right, nominees. That's right, you're right. Yeah. Poor, poor Paul Alexander Nolan cannot catch a break. And and it's and sh- he's good. He, that's what he's I'm saying. So he's so he's so he shouldn't talented. have been nominated for Margaritaville. Yes. But I'm, but every time he's in a show and he gives a good performance, he's overlooked. He's gonna be he, he, his time will come. <laughs> he's gonna guy. get in a hit uh. show and he's gonna be everyone's gonna be like, yeah. where's this guy been? And we're yeah. gonna be like, um, oh, hello. We've, we've seen him ninety nine you know, times. But, okay. Um, Ethan Slater. I mean. Uh, 
It is a Tony Shalhoub. Tour de force. Josh Henry. Okay, so so I didn't see Tony Shalhoub because he was already gone from the cast by the time I got to the band's visit. Um, I saw his replacement. I just can't imagine them awarding that role, best leading actor in a musical. To Tony Shalhoub. To Tony Shalhoub. No. Um, I think it's going to be Ethan Slater, but if it's not, it's going to be Harry Haddon Patton for My Fair Lady, who is fantastic. Oh, I haven't seen him. Wow. He's fantastic. Okay. Josh Henry doesn't stand a chance. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't think. Okay. I, don't wow. okay. I think, well, I'm, yeah. other than Soliloquy, he gives a really one-note performance and mm. gets, it's really unlikable. You did not like Carousel this I year. I really, really detested it. You can be, you can yeah. be, okay. Yeah. Yep, I'm um, in the Ethan, uh, Ethan Slater. I think it's going to be Ethan too. I just thought he was, I was like, this is, this is superhuman what he is doing right yeah. now. Yeah, agreed. I, Eight shows a week, and there's only six shows for Christine Daae. I mean, that guy is is. It, I just cannot even. Oh, and some of those notes are pre-recorded. Hello. Truth. Um, best original score, music, and/or lyrics written for the theater. Angels in America. Adrian Sutton. <laughs> that's good a, job, that, that's, Adrian. That, that's an insult. You're welcome. Um, the band's visit. David Yazbek. Uh-huh. Uh, Frozen. Kristen Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez. Mean Girls. Jeff Richmond and Nell Benjamin. Here we go. SpongeBob SquarePants. You really are going to do it. You're going to do Music and lyrics oh by Yolanda Adams, Stephen Tyler, and Joe Perry of Aerosmith, Sarah Bareilles, Jonathan Colton, Alex Ebert, uh, Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros, The Flaming Lips, Lady Antebellum, Cindy Lauper, and Ron Hyman, John Legend, Panic at the Disco, Plain White Tees, They Might Be Giants, T.I. and I can't read this last thing, and Little C. You know, they're going to know who wins based on how big the table is backstage with all the Tony Awards. I mean, does everybody get one? I think so. Yeah, that's insane. But it's going to be going to David Yazbek. Yeah, it's going to David. So. It's, a, it's luck, yeah. yeah. And it feels, I just uh, want to say, I, Kristen Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez should be very lucky that there were only four eligible musicals in this category this season. Because you are not. the new music for Frozen is not good. You are not a fan. No, and it, it wouldn't have been nominated if... Because, you know, the, the deal with that is if there's pre-existing music, the, the yes. musical has to be, like, 50% of it has to be new, or it's, like, six, oh, some I percentage of it has to be new know music that. for it to be eligible. So they're not awarding the music that's already from the movie. It's only the new music. Oh, I did. That's a really yeah. fun fact. Didn't and know the that. new music yeah. from Frozen is not good. Okay. So it, there were only four eligible musicals in this category, plus they added Angels in America into yeah. the mix. Yeah. Um, Woof. Indeed. Yeah. So, but the band's visit's going to win. Yes. David, and uh, I love the music. Best well. book of a musical: yeah. The Band's Visit, It Mar Moses, Frozen, Jennifer Lee, Mean Girls, Tina Fey, and SpongeBob SquarePants. The musical to Kyle Jarrow. Yeah, this is a two two person race, I think. Uh, it Mar Moses. It Mar Moses and Tina, Tina Fey. Fey. Um, Tina Fey has the star power. I mean, normally I would say It Mar Moses is going to win because it really is the better book of a musical. I think yeah. in terms of the quality of the writing, but Tina Fey has that. Star Factor, yes. and it's the book that really makes Mean Girls. Yeah, like it, yeah. it really is. So I kind of am leaning right, towards her a little bit. I, I, I am too. Actually, I'm kind that of thinking she's going to win. Yeah. That book yeah. is funny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Good. Uh, best revival of a musical: My Fair Lady, Once on This Island, and Rodgers and Hammerstein's Carousel. Oh. Yeah. What's uh, it gonna be? I, I hope it's Once on This Island. I hope Once on This Island, and it's probably gonna be My Fair Lady. I agree with that. I think it's, I think it's gonna be My Fair Lady. I am happy if it's My Fair Lady. I also loved Once on This Island. Um, one thing I was gonna say about this when we talked about the shows, when we were listing the shows earlier, you mentioned Carousel and My Fair Lady as being like two kind of timely pieces because mm-hmm. the hashtag Me Too movement. Whereas Carousel, and I'm st- sort of stealing this from Jacob who's sitting right next to me, but... Um, 
he made the point to me, and I agree with it 100%, that Carousel had the opportunity to really make significant commentary using the colorblind casting that they chose to do and sort of didn't do it. Yep. They sort of missed a good number of opportunities to make some pretty political commentary, and they just didn't go that way. My Fair Lady, however, they, the way Bart Scher staged it and the way they ha- the actors are performing it it really feels timely. Mm. But it, they haven't changed anything either. Not a it's thing. It's still the... Because they changed Carousel a little bit, yep. right? They cut for, the, art- for the worst, by the way. I have read articles about yes. this that said basically exactly what you guys have said. Yeah. That, you know, that they, they, had a mo- they could have done something, yeah. but they didn't. And My Fair Lady feels fresh. It's the, actually the freshest I've ever... I don't usually love the show. Yeah. And I feel like it is a fresh, good musical Fantastic. for now. Great. Um, I won't be surprised if it wins. I would be very happy if Once on the Island yeah, won. Yeah, I loved too. it. Oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah. Um, and then finally, Best Musical, The Band's Visit, Frozen, Mean Girls, or SpongeBob SquarePants, The Musical. The Band's Visit. The Band's Visit. I'm with Band's Visit. However, you know how these, pol- these it's politics, too, and th- I wonder what will tour better. It's that, that argument. People always say that, but I feel I like that's not been a factor for the last 10 years. No, it isn't. But this band's visit is I, at Middle America. I don't know. I'm thinking of those theaters in Middle America and what do they want to yeah, see? Yeah, but think about like Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder when it beat Beautiful. Like Beautiful is certainly a better touring show than that. Yeah. Beautiful was a better show, period. I love Gentleman's Guide. Mean Girls or SpongeBob? I loved yeah. it. But I think, I mean, I want huh. Bands Visit to win. I want Bands Visit to well, win. Well, if one of those other ones yeah. is going to be Bands Visit, I think it'll be Mean, mean Girls, Girls only because yeah. it's more tourable. No, I don't think SpongeBob is going to yeah. take it. I mean, even though I enjoyed it immensely. But I think it'll be Bands yeah. Visit. Okay, so maybe Bands Visit is going to be joining Dear Evan Hansen. Well, if you that. look at the past, you know, yeah, I, yeah, I think there's a possibility that it seems in the same genre yeah. of, of musical. You know, like it's a musical drama, not a musical comedy. Mm. You know, mm. if yeah. we were to use the old terms. Mm-hmm. I would not be angry if SpongeBob won. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> you love that. I love it. I'm being dead serious. I, I honestly, again, it's weird because we talked about this season being weak, but three of these four musicals, if they won, I'd be like, okay. The only one that would piss me off if it won would be Frozen. Oh, I, yes. Yes, agree. The other three, I'd be like, all right. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm with you. I agree with you. I totally get that. Yeah. All right, listeners, tell us what you think. Yeah. Tell, us, tell us your reactions, and we will see you at the Tony Awards. Bye. Bye. Good day, Mr. Thomas. Good day, Mr. Schneider. Well, it has happened. We finally hit over 100 iTunes reviews, and we would like to thank each and every person who took the time to do so. Huzzah! Now, (laughs) we want to climb those charts even faster, and that is where you lovely folks who have not yet rated us come in. The process is very simple. On your podcast app, tap the search tab, enter our name behind the curtain, Broadway's Living Legends, tap the search key, Tap our beautiful logo, tap the reviews, tap write a review, then tap your way into our hearts. <laughs> tap your troubles away. away. That's nice, Rob. Once you are there, you can rate us from one star to five stars. Think of one star as Hervé V. <laughs> Rob, how do you say this name? Hervé Villechelle. Oh, dear God, I walked right into that one. <laughs> Think of one star as Hervé Villages and Ima Sumac in Sideshow and five stars as front row seats to the opening night of Gypsy. <laughs> But they keep me. Yeah, they keep me for the first time. I thought that was pretty good. We want to get good reviews, Rob. We want to get good reviews. Excuse me, Arthur Lawrence. <laughs> Excuse me for trying to liven up our commercial ads a little bit. Eight minute long commercial. I, it's an infomercial at you this could. point. <laughs> I'm going to be like that lady that sells you the copper pots. Look at this. 
you can put 400 pounds of manure in it and it slides right out. Then you can make an omelet. You got another line, Kevin. You gotta, you gotta, I'm waiting for you to say, plus you can leave your comment. Let oh, us know if you're liking what guests are like. Your plus neck. you can leave a comment to let us know what you are liking, <laughs> what you're not liking at this point, mm-hmm. or what guests you'd like to hear next. So head on over to iTunes and let us know what you think of our little show. Speaking of little, I'll tell you a story about Charles Lawton later. Thanks, guys. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network.